0: Over the years, we've seen linebackers like Michael Barrow, Ray Lewis, Dan Morgan, DJ Williams, just to name a few, donning the orange and green. But heading into 2022, the question is, how much of a liability will the linebacker position be? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dano, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. And Locked on Canes is available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube let's talk about the linebackers heading into 2022. And this was by popular demand. Uh, Recent episodes we've done on really deep units like running back, defensive line, defensive back. In the next couple, we're going to tackle areas that could be liabilities if things go a certain way. And linebacker is a big one. We had poor tackling, poor angles, a lot of open gaps in the field last season that contributed to Miami's defense being much maligned. Big question we have to ask ourselves when you throw in Charlie strong into the mix, who's been a very successful linebackers coach, defensive coordinator everywhere he's been. And Kevin Steele is your defensive coordinator. Just from coaching alone, how much better can this group be before we get to that? Let's talk about the personnel. Okay. Now, No disrespect to the returning linebackers from last year, but I'm most excited about the new faces. Let's start with Caleb Johnson. Caleb Johnson, transfer from UCLA. Uh, He arrived after spring, so we haven't really seen him outside of edits and photoshops. We haven't seen him really wearing the orange and green just yet, but I'm really pumped about this player. I don't know how Miami keeps doing this over the last few years. UCLA fans must hate us because we found a way over the last few years to poach some of the most promising UCLA defensive talent. Jalen Phillips a few years ago, he goes on to be an 18th overall draft pick. Now we get Mitchell Agude on the defensive line, defensive end to be exact, and Caleb Johnson at linebacker in the very same transfer portal, if I can speak correctly. Caleb Johnson, um, I understand he's got good leadership qualities and hopefully he can lead not only in the locker room but lead by example on the field as well. This is a sure tackler, very good tackler, excellent instincts for the position, always lined up correctly. Uh, One of, honestly, the few bright spots from not a very good UCLA defense last year. Uh, Interestingly enough, And this is according to Pro Football Focus, their metrics. The best game that Caleb Johnson played last season was against Oregon. So I have a feeling that that was something Mario Cristobal remembered. And, you know, could be why he made such a strong push to get this player here. Because he saw firsthand how good Caleb Johnson could be. Uh, So in two years as a UCLA Bruin, Caleb Johnson recorded... 89 total tackles, five and a half sacks, and two interceptions at UCLA. And, you know, this is a player for a unit that really last couple years, but especially last year, just struggled to be in the right places and really struggled to finish tackles. You're not going to have to worry about that with Caleb Johnson. He is going to be a starter at the University of Miami. There's no question about that. And honestly – I can't even describe how happy I am to have him here. I had a good feeling that Miami was going to get somebody really good in the transfer portal at linebacker because there was such a big need there. And I I think this young man is a perfect fit and linebacker is a really big area of need. So I don't know if I'm overstating this, but um, you know, when you look at the expectations people have for the Miami hurricanes, right. That they can win the coastal first time, long time, 2017 was the last time that they won the Coastal, Um, you know, compete for an ACC championship, compete for a better quality of bowl game that we've been making for the most part, with how important the entire defense is, especially linebacker, because it doesn't look as good on paper as a lot of the other units. Somebody like Caleb Johnson, he can be a big-time needle mover. Like, he could be He could be the difference, maybe even in like a win or a loss this season. I think he's going to be that important. So I'm so happy to have him. Another new face that I'm really excited to have here is Wesley Besaint, the true freshman from Miami Central. Now, this is more obviously of a long-term deal. Like, you know, 18 years old, he's not just going to come in here uh, and set the linebacking room on fire and become one of the best players in the ACC. Maybe. I think he's really good, but – you know, I'm looking more uh, in a long-term vision with with Wesley Besaint that he can start to kind of turn turn around the linebacker culture at Miami. So he's not going to be a starter unless he's shockingly good in fall camp or if somebody else is shockingly bad in fall camp. Uh, but I think he's going to be able to carve out some playing time this year. Really good blitzer, good against the run, but also good in coverage. So he's complete three-down linebacker. You know, one thing that's, I guess, a knock, at least right now on Bessaint, which is the case for a lot of, you know, true freshmen that come in, uh, he's only listed at 205 pounds, six foot one. So the height is okay. 205 pounds, very light. You know, we want to get him in like the 220 or more range. So he's got to put on some size. And listen, when you look at the listed weights, um, I don't know exactly the last time he stepped on a scale officially. He might already be over 210. I don't know, but I do know he's got to put on some size. But I think he's going to be really good in the future. Uh, You know, Miami did lose some linebackers in the transfer portal. I didn't lose any sleep over the guys that they lost. Uh, Tyreek Austin Cave, Deshaun Troutman left in the portal. Um, You know, outside of the fact that they're just bodies, they're depth. I don't know if they're going to be missed a whole lot. Not really Miami caliber. Uh, Some of the familiar faces that are back, okay? And again, I think a couple of these guys I don't think have reached their ceiling just yet. Uh, And I think all of them can benefit from the type of coaching Miami has brought in. I do like Gilbert Frierson a lot. He was in the striker role last season on the strong side. Now that's called uh, the star in Kevin Steele's defense. Uh, which is a little bit different, more like a true linebacker uh, in this defense. But Gilbert Frierson, I, I think that this player could be on the up and up, had a really good spring, a really good spring game. He made some plays. I don't think he's reached his ceiling just yet. Uh, Wayne McSteed is back. Uh, he maybe excites me a little bit less than Frierson, but I hope he proves me wrong. Uh, I don't know how much higher his ceiling is, but he's he's a guy with a lot of playing time under his belt. Corey Flagg is back. He was the starting inside linebacker for most of the season last year. I know for a fact that Flag has been working incredibly hard this offseason. Uh, I think, like a lot of these guys, like he's kind of excited and ignited by the coaching changes and, you know, especially on the defensive side of the football. I know he's working to get stronger, hopefully become more consistent on the field. He was Miami's leading tackler last year. Had 60 tackles on the season. Uh, Another guy who's back and I I think has a a lot of athletic upside in this unit. Keontre Smith, fourth year junior. um, Probably like the most, uh, maybe arguably the most athletic upside out of the returning guys. Transitioned a weak side linebacker last year. Made four starts last year. Appeared in nine games. He did miss three games. Due to injury, Uh, there were a lot of injuries in the linebacker group last year. So, you know, if you want to throw around excuses maybe for why that unit wasn't better than they were, um, not very deep. When you're not deep and you have injuries, it's going to affect you. Uh, Sophomore Chase Smith, I think, has some promise. Looked like he was starting to break out last season before he got hurt. Probably will back up Frierson at strong side linebacker. Ryan Rigoni, who's very experienced fifth-year senior. He's a nice player, was pretty consistent last year. I like his toughness a lot. Uh, Avery Huff is heading into his fourth year this year. He's had injury troubles as well. I know he's been, based on his social media, he's very active. There's been working very hard in the weight room. I love his size, the size that he's putting on and the size that he already has. So, you know, Miami, like some of Miami's linebackers are undersized because they have some guys in that room who in high school played – Safety and corner and then converted to linebacker. So you've got some guys in the 5'10, 5, 5'11 5, range. That's not the case with Avery Huff. Like Avery Huff, 6'3, 230 pounds. So he looks like a linebacker. I hope he can stay healthy and put it all together this year. So a big bottom line for me is um, you know, and you can ask the question. Out of all the units this season, like if there's one offensive unit and one defensive unit that you have to wonder, it might be the Achilles heel of this team. Like if the offense doesn't succeed, you would think the Achilles heel would probably be offensive line. If the defense doesn't succeed, got a lot of depth on the D line and a lot of depth in the secondary. If they don't succeed, you're thinking the Achilles heel is probably linebacker. The good news on both of those units is, compared to the last few years, incredibly well-coached. But can those coaches work, quote-unquote, miracles, right? When you talk about the O-line, Mirabal and Cristobal, they are going to be impeccably coached. And then you talk about the linebackers. Charlie Strong is the coach of that unit. Kevin Steele is the defensive coordinator. I think one of the reasons why Kevin Steele is such a perfect fit at Miami is... This guy was born to coach South Florida athletes because his defense emphasizes speed and explosiveness. And those are the types of players you get out of the South Florida high schools. And Kevin Steele always, guys, he is obsessive, compulsive when it comes to tackling. He will not accept guys taking shortcuts, bad angles, not wrapping up. If he sees any of that nonsense in practice, they are going to be drilling it, drilling it, drilling it. He will not let these guys go home until they're tackling properly in practice. And a big part of that, putting your head on the ball, taking the proper angles. So listen, I think there's potential in this group, right? Is is linebacker as stacked as some of the other units on this team? Absolutely not. But I think there's potential there, and I think they can benefit from what really is world-class coaching on the defensive side of the football. So listen – if we're talking at the end of the 2022 season, if we're talking about Miami having a bad defense or ranked in you know the 90s, hundreds of some statistical categories, a lot of that will probably have to do with the linebackers just not being up to snuff. But I think when you add a guy like Caleb Johnson and, we, and when you add the coaching that Miami has added, I think this unit can at least, at the very least, not be a weakness on the Canes this year. My friends, we have a lot to talk about on this episode of Locked on Canes. We're not done. We're not finished. Sporting News has put out a ranking. All the head coaches in college football ranked power ranks 1 to 131. Where does our guy Mario Cristobal fall? You know who's always number one on my list is betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including... This year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL conference finals, major league baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC over to Boxing. Betonline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. So head on to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Betonline, where the game starts. And guys, you know I spent a lot of time. At betonline.net, looking at those college football futures, Miami over under eight and a half, Miami plus 700 uh, to win the ACC. There's a lot of good stuff you can get on there. And my friends, this episode is also brought to you by the great people at Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now really impossible for your local auto chain parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why would you want to endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, hey, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And then you have to wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse just so happens to carry. Well, you have computers of your own with access to rockauto.com at home and even in your pocket, my friends. Guys, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Both of those things are really important to me. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more in some cases for the same exact parts from a chain store or a car dealership? For example, if you've got that Honda Odyssey and you need a new fuel pump, that fuel pump is going to cost you $350, $353 to be exact from a chain store, only $216 from Rock Auto. It's a big saving right there. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every single customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all of the parts available for your car or truck. Just write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Guys, thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Now make the ultimate NBA mock draft uh, your next listen. That's going to start on June 16th with over 50 insiders. Nothing equals the ultimate NBA mock draft. The Locked on NBA Big Board Draft Experts Plus Odyssey Insiders. First pick is June 16th. Search ultimate NBA mock draft and follow now so you do not miss a pick. So uh, I, I found this interesting. Yeah. Um, Every year Sporting News puts one of these lists out where they rank all the coaches in college football and not just Power 5 folks. Like a lot of research must go into this. Every single FBS school, 131 of them, to rank their head coaches from 1 to 131. Can you guess where Mario Cristobal is? And no, I don't I don't think this is an injustice of any kind, okay? So, number one in their power ranking, old grumpy Nick Saban. He hates NIL, still a darn good football coach. Nick Saban is number one on their power ranking. Dabo Sweeney is number two. Kirby Smart. Can the guy get more respect coming off a national championship? Kirby Smart is number three. Ryan Day from Ohio State is number four. Luke Fickle from Cincinnati is number five. I, I... I like Fickle. I thought that was a little high for Luke Fickle. Uh, You know, okay, well, let's see what you do uh, in the Big 12, right? You've been racking up those wins in a lesser conference. Uh, Brian Kelly, who's now at LSU, number six. Yeah, Okay, Brian Kelly's a darn good football coach. The guy's a snake, but he is a darn good football coach. Uh, He he gets a ton of respect there at number six. Lincoln Riley, now at USC, is number seven. Honestly, I thought you could – probably swap Lincoln Riley with Luke Fickle and I don't think anybody would complain I I I think he probably deserves that five spot and then maybe Fickle number seven or maybe Fickle a little bit lower I'm just saying but I think Lincoln Riley deserves to be a little bit higher than number seven Jimbo Fisher Texas A&M number eight maybe a few weeks ago I would have argued that but I'm still so jazzed about how Jimbo Fisher eviscerated Nick Saban. That, okay, I'll let Jimbo have number eight. Uh, okay, now this one. I mean, Jim Harbaugh, number nine, prisoner of the moment. Anyone? I mean, the guy finally beats Ohio State for the first time in a hundred years after being underwhelming for what was it, five or six previous years in Michigan. The guy's top 10 on your list now, Harbaugh, I think that's a little high for him. Uh, Then, okay, the next two are interesting when you go into number 10 and number 11. Number 10, Kyle Whittingham from Utah. So he cracks the top 10. And, again, this is the Sporting News, their annual power ranking, 1 to 131 of all the head coaches in college football. Kyle Whittingham, number 10. And then Mario Cristobal, number 11. I'm okay with that, folks. Um, if you were just strictly going by best recruiters, I think Cristobal is top five. Uh, if you were going by best full staffs in college football only, then Cristobal's probably near the top five with the staff that he has at Miami. But I guess if you put everything into that, melting pot because, you know, I know that Cristobal, he's not the best game day coach in the world. I think he's a, a meticulous preparer. I think he runs really good practices. He's obviously an incredible uh, recruiter. You know, I, I think all things considered, I have zero problem whatsoever with Mario Cristobal at 11. And the reason why I said the 10 to 11 was interesting because, yeah, listen, uh, Kyle Whittingham flat out out coached Mario twice last year in the Pac-12 uh, regular season and Pac-12 championship. So I can't argue that. Kyle Whittingham being a spot above Cristobal, no problem with that whatsoever. So Mario cracks the top 11. And what's surprising to me is, and I think that they might do this based on him having on paper an even better staff this year than he had at Oregon last year. Cristobal was ranked number 16 on the list that they made a year ago when he was still at Oregon, of course, and they actually now have him at number 11. So he has ascended five spots from one year to the next. Uh, They say Cristobal is tasked with leading his alma mater to its first ACC championship. Seriously, that is where it has to start before any talk of the U, they put it in quotes, being a national championship contender. The good news, Cristobal is 26-8 and for a 765 winning percentage, ninth best among FBS coaches in that stretch. I think that that stretch being uh, the time he was at Oregon. Or the last, uh, what would that be, the last two, three years? I'm not good at math, folks, but it is what it is. They say he pushed Oregon back into the CFP conversation. If he does the same with the Hurricanes, there will be much more hype that they say. So, yeah, I think what's going to make Cristobal so dangerous at Miami, dangerous in a good way, all the potential here is, doesn't have to travel nearly as far or as often to recruit right? There's not a whole lot of homegrown talent in Oregon, in Miami, like in Oregon, you've got to fly for three hours, right? To see most of the talent in Miami, you've got to walk three blocks to see a lot of that talent. And he's got, I'm not going to say he's got the resources down here that he had in Oregon. I mean, Phil Knight cuts a hefty check. Okay. But Miami is also opening up their pocketbook now and investing the type of money that Cristobal needs to succeed. So yeah, I think Cristobal, you put him in a rich recruiting ground like South Florida, probably one of the top three metropolitan areas recruiting in the entire country. The potential is absolutely there, my friends. Uh, and I did, I went back and looked at last year's list that they put out, one to 31, one to 131. Oh, by the way, let me pull up. Do you guys want to guess who they consider to be the, the worst coach in all of college football? Uh 131 on their rankings. Ken Wilson from Nevada. <laughs> I feel bad for Ken. Like, Ken Wilson. Let me see what the sporting news is. They got me dead last. Oh, poor Ken Wilson. No, I went back and looked at last year's list. Uh, I mentioned they had Cristobal at 16 last year. And then I had to think, okay, where, where did they have Manny Diaz a year ago? They had Manny Diaz ranked 31st. Heading into the 2022 season at Miami, um, you know, I, I think in hindsight you'd say that might be a little bit high because the 31st ranked coaches in the country are probably not getting fired, right? But so I, I think that. And then you know, I don't, I don't know how long they've been putting out these lists, but excitement for Cristobal for what Miami did, making this investment in him, is you think about the coaches that Miami has had in recent years. We'll get to this uh, on the other side here. Like, when do you think would be the last time heading into a season you would consider Miami to have a top 11 coach in the country? That's something I want you guys to think about. But I also want you to think about the new caramel brownie from Built Bar. Don't you love a chewy chocolate brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can have all of that chewy chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein. You are in luck, my friends, because caramel brownie bars are available at Built.com right now, and you've got to act fast because they are a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. Only 130 calories. Those 17 grams of protein, which is awesome. Only four grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Built Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. And the best part, Caramel Brownie Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate with Built, you don't need to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. And all of Built's bars are made with collagen protein which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. There are a million reasons why you should try Built bars, but for now, let's just say the Caramel Brownie will rock your world and that is not an understatement. With Built, tasty is the new healthy. So go to built.com to get your box of caramel brownie bars. Now go to built.com use promo code locked 15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off at built.com. Thank you so much for making locked on canes your first listen, or like maybe your first listen before bed tonight. I'm so sorry. We're late today. Um, I had some technical problems early this morning. Uh, I filled in and hosted a four-hour radio show today. So we put out a a very rare evening edition of Locked on Canes. And so thank you so much for starting your weekend with us. We will have a weekend episode coming up uh, as well. So, okay, you think about this. Mario Cristobal ranked number eleven by the Sporting News, 11th best overall coach in college football in their power rankings out of 131. Number 11 out of 131, that's pretty good, okay? That's where they rank him heading into this year. When do you think heading into a season would be the last time any Miami coach would be ranked in the top 11? Um, Manny Diaz, not deserving of that. Um, I wonder about Mark Richt, because... His stock felt very high, you know. After after the 2017 season, it ended on a really sour note. You know they they lost uh, they lost the season finale to Pittsburgh. They got uh, shellacked in the ACC championship game against Clemson that year. But at least they got to it, and they got shellacked in there. What was it against? Was it against Wisconsin that? Miami's folks. Miami has been beaten in so many bowl games the L's just start to run together for me. (laughs) I think it was Wisconsin that beat them in the Orange Bowl that year. It wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. So, you know, they ended the season on a really bad note, but it was also the best season that they'd had in almost two decades. So, um, I don't know. Like, I I wouldn't have called Mark Rick top 11, but probably top 20 heading into the following season if you're going to go by a power ranking, but certainly not top 11. Um, You know, Al Golden, uh, you know, I mean I I wouldn't rank this guy top 100 let alone top 11 so I I doubt that was ever a thing you know Randy Shannon you know maybe there there was one year what was it heading into like the 2000 heading into like the 2009 season or or whenever like after like a year after he got that big time recruiting class would have been heading into 2010 maybe he would have gotten some respect that year but I mean to be honest you confident in like a top 11 coach in a power ranking I think you'd have to go back to Larry Coker like coming off the 2003 season maybe where you know Miami didn't win the championship that year obviously but they won 10 games regular season and they beat Florida State in the Orange Bowl that year like that might be the last time if you're doing one of these power rankings that you would say yeah we feel good enough about uh miami head coach to make them you know top 11 in our power rankings in the country it was probably larry coker back in those days if i'm being real here guys huge shout out thank you for joining us late on this episode not only uh if you want to follow my personal twitter account it's at alex dono dono spelled d-o-n-n-o follow our show account locked on canes every show related thought that pops into my head we tweet it at locked on canes and we follow back we will follow you back on the Locked on Canes Twitter account. And, okay, so next week we are going to do uh, a deep dive episode on the offensive line, which could be another liability. Coaching can't fix it. And we're also going to do next week a deep dive on the quarterback room, not just TVD, the entire quarterback depth chart, and a deep dive on the tight end room as well. So you have that to look forward to coming up uh, in the, the days to come on Locked on Canes. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. Now make your second listen the Locked on NBA Big Board Podcast. Host Raphael Barlow takes an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest player rankings, and, of course, those big boards. Follow Locked on NBA Big Board every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We will talk to you guys uh, Saturday, a special weekend episode coming up on Locked on Canes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.